In this lesson, I'm going to walk you through the basics of writing a killer sales page for your productized service, or really anything else for that matter. There's a link in the announcement for this video that uh, goes to an article on my site called Building the Perfect Sales Page. And on that page, there are nine sections that I think make a perfect sales page, hence the title. Uh, it's not the only way to write a sales page, but for someone who's not used to it, it's a great starting point. It's just a fill in the blanks type of exercise, and uh, you should really check that out. But for the purpose of this lesson, we're just going to focus on the first four sections. They're the most important ones. The other ones are great and helpful, and you'll probably you know, close more business if you add them. But just for the purpose of this lesson, we're going to focus on the first four. If you want to do the other five and you've got information for that, you can do it, but it's not, uh, it's not required at all. The four sections that we need to have in our sales page uh, are the pain section, the dream section, the fix section, and then the call to action section. I'm going to go through each of those with a little bit of description and some examples, and then I'm going to put them all together so you can kind of yeah, recognize the structure. I think you will recognize the structure. It's everywhere. Once you are aware of it, you start to see it everywhere. In the pain section, you want to get at the problem that your solution solves. So if you imagine that your ideal buyer, your ideal customer, your target market, someone from your target market, lands on your sales page, you want to lead off with a question to which they are going to reply either out loud or in their heads, heck yeah. So you want to essentially, it almost feels to them like you've reached inside of them and touched a nerve or you've reached into their brain and you've read their mind. Uh, because you're, you know, we're going to get to this later, but you're going to be sending the right kind of people to this page. So you don't have to say, if you're the type of person that blah, 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 just assume they're the type of person that's the right person to be on this page and ask them a question that they're going to say, heck yeah, to. So here are a couple of examples. Um, here's a heck yeah question. Are you sick of making the same money year after year? Or sick of making the same money every year? The right person, if your solution solves that problem, the right person, the right buyer is going to say, heck yeah, I am. I'm sick of that. It's been happening for the past five years. I've been making the same money or less, and I feel like I'm working you know, harder than ever. So if your solution solves that pain, the right person is going to say, heck yeah. Now here's another one. Have you always wanted to illustrate your own children's book? Lots of people are going to say no to this. And those people don't need your product or your service. They don't need your solution. So you don't have to say, if you're the type of person who's always wanted to you know, illustrate their own children's book, you can just leave out those extra words and just assume that the right person is on this page. So have you always wanted to illustrate your own children's book? That some people, you know, some people are going to say heck yes to that. Here's another one. Do you regret not earning your black belt as a kid? Almost nobody's going to say yes to this, but that's fine because the people who are going to say yes to this are hyper specific. They're hyper focused. They're the perfect people for your uh, product or service that addresses that particular pain. Now, in the pain section, uh, you don't have to have just one pain. You know, you could have multiple pains or different ways to ask the question that uh, your solution solves. But you really do want to have one killer one. There should be one that is that just feels like it's the main one. So think about your productized service and think about who might be, be an ideal buyer for it or um, a likely pain that it would solve for people. 
and try and turn that into a question, turn it into a heck yeah question for some sort of ideal buyer. And if you're, you know, if you're stuck on this, we can brainstorm it in the Slack room, but uh, just take a, take a swipe at it. We're going to improve this over time in the, in the upcoming weeks. So just do your best and try and come up with a pain, a heck yeah question for your pain section. And if you have more than one, that's fine. But, you know, yeah, come up with a few uh, and we can kind of workshop it. The second section is the dream section. And here you reverse the pain. It's the exact opposite of the pain. A lot of people want to jump to the fix at this point. In fact, a lot of people want to jump to the fix right at the beginning before we even have the pains. But you don't want to quite jump to it yet. You want to paint a picture of a future in which the reader has been transformed by your product or service, whatever that may be. You haven't even talked about it yet at all. So they, you sort of capture their heck yeah with the pain at the beginning first question and then the, the next thing is wouldn't it be great if you didn't have that pain anymore imagine a world in which you were pain free whatever that pain is and get them kind of uh, just trigger that emotion that like wow that would be so great and what you're doing is you're setting them up to, to you're creating this desire in them they're like you're making it seem possible if only for an instant uh, so let's see what we have here uh, so these are reversals of the pains that I listed already. So the reversal of are you sick of making the same money every year is imagine doubling your income next year. Just imagine that for a second. I mean, it. you don't want to do anything that's not credible. You want to be able to say, you're going to say something here that is achievable through your solution for the right buyer. So don't lie. Don't exaggerate. We don't want hyperbole here. But if you believe that you can double the income of the right person, the ideal buyer, someone whose income is just completely stuck and they're wildly undervaluing their services and they come along and they land on this page and you believe that you can do that for them, fabulous. That's a great, uh, that's a great dream statement. So it's almost like you're stating the objective or the outcome. You're stating their objective or the outcome of your product or service in this dream section without yet saying what your product or service is. So the next dream reversal of pain is, uh, the pain was, have you always wanted to illustrate your own children's book? And then the dream reversal is, imagine having the confidence to write and illustrate your own children's book. So that would be, that for the right person, they're going to say, oh, that would be great. I can just imagine giving it to my friends for Christmas or reading it to my children or, uh, you know, being a award-winning New York Times bestselling children's book author. So you get them thinking about the dream and then the next one, the pain was, do you regret not earning your black belt as a kid? And then the, the dream, the pain flipped around is, imagine finally being able to tell your friends, yes, I'm a black belt. Again, almost nobody cares about this. But the people who do are going to rip their wallets out of their pockets and be like, yes, dude, I want that. I want it now. So we're, we're getting super focused down to you know, this is like the opposite of being anything for everyone or everything to anyone. Um, it's like this is getting very specific and picking someone who really cares about this transformation. They've got a pain and they want that pain to go away. So we've set them up so far in their mind to be thinking like, oh, yeah, I do have this pain. Heck, yeah, I have that pain. And then, yes, it would be so great to not have it anymore. And then what happens is Going through that exercise, and it seems almost infantile to like to have to reverse the pain, but you have to do it. It doesn't work if you don't reverse the pain. You have to paint the picture of the transformation. You have to connect those dots for them. 
And then what happens is their brain is automatically going to say, but how, or that's impossible, or it's going to create this question mark that this itch that they need to scratch. They are going to have to read the next section. They, but now, and, and the next section is about the fix, your solution, whether it's a product or a service or productized service or whatever. They, you've created this tension in their minds that they need to resolve. And so now what they're going to do is, is say, okay, that sounds impossible, but I'm curious, like maybe it's not impossible. Maybe there's something I don't know about. And then they're going to read about your fix. And normally this is the thing that people would lead with. They'd immediately start talking about how great their video course is or their intensive martial arts training sessions or whatever that stuff is first. But you haven't prepared the, the mind of the reader to be like fertile territory for that seed to sprout. So it's important to do the pain first, then the dream. Now you can start talking about the fix. So uh, I've, I've got, uh, so fixes for these examples be something like, with my value pricing crash course, you can learn how to make more money without working more hours. Uh, with, with my illustration boot camp, you'll have your first children's book ready for the printer in just four weeks. With our private coaching intensive program, you can be ready for your black belt test in as little as 10 months. So uh, you need to put a little bit more information here, you know, maybe a couple of bullet points about how that would work, what would be involved, you know, uh, how much time commitment it would be. And of course, you're going to put a price and so on. But the idea is, I just want folks thinking right now about the big beats of a sales page, the pain, the dream, the fix. And then we're going to talk about the CTA, the call to action in a second. Okay, let's talk about calls to action or a CTA. There are a bunch of different uh, CTAs that you'll see. There's, there's basically a, maybe a list of six or seven types of calls to action. And the way the call to action section works is you, you want to confidently ask the reader to, to take an action, call to action. And the action that's appropriate is going to depend on the kind of solution, your business model, the price, all of these things. There's all different kinds of calls to action. It could be just a buy now button. That's an obvious call to action. It probably won't work for something that's really, really expensive uh, or a real luxury purchase. People you know, might want to have some have a conversation first, but it certainly can work for impulse buys. It certainly works for info products, books, eBooks, uh, courses, anything like that. You could probably use a buy now button and have that be effective. Uh, another common one is apply now, where you want to, maybe you need to get some information from your applicants or your potential clients first. Um, maybe you're getting too many leads and you want to create a little bit of a friction or a little bit of a roadblock so you're not getting tire kickers, so you throw an application form up in front of them so that they have to do something first. Um, regardless, you know, certain, certain products and productized services, and, well, not products so much, yeah, probably not. But mostly productized services and services, it can make sense to have like an application form where uh, you create a little, uh, not scarcity, but you change the power frame a little bit. It's like you can't just buy this. You have to apply first. Um, so that's appropriate for like a, a private coaching program where you need to have a good personality fit with the, the, um, the student or, um, or like the, the martial arts example. Like certain people are not going to be able to do an intensive martial arts program. You'd need to be like a runner, like in some kind of shape first. So there might be a reason why you'd have an apply now button. Uh, another common uh, call to action is schedule a consultation or book a call, uh, book an appointment, these sorts of things where it's kind of a calendar 
calendar thing where where you need to schedule a time to talk to someone where the apply now would be more filling out a form um, the schedule a consultation or book a call or something like that you're there you give them like a calendly link to schedule an appointment in your calendar and then you'd have some kind of phone call or in-person meeting so those are those three right there will probably cover 90 percent of what everybody will be working on here so probably probably uh, book a call or schedule a consultation, apply now, uh, maybe even buy now in some cases for lower price point productized services. Those are all possible calls to action that you could use. Um, but if you, but if none of those seem appropriate, we can just talk about it in Slack and figure out what would be a better fit. Uh, a couple more things about calls to action. Um, one thing is that you want it to be clear. You want it to be confident. You don't want it to be mushy like learn more or um, read more or contact you want it to be specific so you want it to be specific enough and confident and clear enough that as the person is moving their mouse over that button or they're hovering their finger to tap that on their phone they have an idea of what's going to happen next so if it just says contact and you tap on it i don't know if it's going to dial the phone i don't know if it's going to open up an email editor i don't know if it's going to send a text message I don't know what it's going to do. So you want, you want the call to action to be pretty clear and uh, you want them to have an expectation about what's going to happen next. Um, speaking of expectations, it's good to have a risk reversal right after, like right under the button. This is sort of a design consideration, but the idea is you'd say, you know, buy now and then underneath you want to reverse whatever doubt or fear is probably going to be in the buyer's mind. So if it's if the button is buy now, underneath you'd say something like, don't worry, you're covered by our 100% money back satisfaction guarantee. There's no risk to you. Something like that. Uh, if it's, if it's um, book a call, you'd say something like, don't worry, this isn't a high pressure sales call. We just want to make sure that you'd be a good fit for the program. It's not for everybody, but it might be for you. Uh, if it's apply now in they're filling out a form with information, you could say something about privacy, like we'll never share your information with anyone. Um, uh, it's completely private and uh, it, it won't be shared. Uh, you could do a privacy thing on something like an, an email form. Like if you're asked, we're not talking about um, email lists yet, but that's another common call to action. Subscribe now or get lesson one now for a free email course or some kind of email campaign. Uh, you would say something like, don't worry, we hate spam too, and never share your address with anybody. It's just for the purposes of delivering this course. So the examples so far have kind of exploded out the pain, dream, fix, call to action sections, so they're separated. Uh, I want to now read through them combined into the individual products and services that each one applies to. So the first one would be a sales page for like the value pricing video course. Are you sick of making the same money year after year after year? Imagine doubling your income next year. With my eight-hour value pricing video course, you'll learn how to make more money without working more hours. Buy now. Don't worry, you're covered by our 100% money-back guarantee. So you might recognize, now when I put it all together like that, you might recognize this format from radio ads, from, uh, from all over the place. It's everywhere. Any place you see advertising, this is a common format. You, now that I've mentioned it to you, you'll probably start noticing ads that start with heck yeah questions all the time. They're everywhere. All right, here's the, the children's book one. Children's book boot camp. Have you always wanted to create your own children's book? Imagine having the confidence to write and illustrate your own children's book. 
With my children's book boot camp, you'll have your first children's book ready for the printer in just four weeks. Apply now. Don't worry, the application process takes less than three minutes. And then the third one, martial arts intensive coaching program. Do you regret not earning your black belt as a kid? Imagine finally being able to tell your friends, yes, I'm a black belt. With, your, with our private coaching program, you can be ready for your black belt tests in as little as 10 months. Schedule a consultation. Your consultation is free and there's no obligation. We just want to make sure coaching would be a good fit for you. Okay, so um, these are really compacted down. They're not fleshed out at all. So, you know, they, they might feel a little tight or salesy or something like that. You can, you can use your own words, but I do want you to follow this format where you, you know, ask a heck yeah question to uh, identify the pain. Then you flip it into the dream version of the pain and paint that picture of the transformation in their minds so that they're asking, okay, but how? And then you're allowed to talk about your marvelous solution or whatever that might be, whatever might be involved with that. So, so if, if you want to just start with these one-liners, just like I have here, that's a great starting point. And then we can flesh them out a little bit more, a little bit more over time. But if you have this condensed version ready to go, it's, it's much easier. It's, it's easy to add to it over time. It's much harder to have like a huge sort of verbal diarrhea on the page and try and edit it into shape because it doesn't really have a skeleton. These are the bones of a sales page. These are the most important pieces. Like I said before, there, is, uh, there are actually five more sections to a killer sales page. You can read about those on the link, but I don't want you to get too hung up on it. Some of them are kind of hard and require um, more of a track record, uh, the kinds of things that you're only going to get over time, like testimonials and frequently asked questions. How, you, know, you don't have frequently asked questions on something you've never sold. So, um, so don't get too hung up on that, but do, do review it so you know what else is there. So in the future, you'll be able to refer back to it. Um, but for the time being, just focus on these four sections, create a Google Doc, Share it with the room and, you know, share your thoughts. Was it hard? Was it easy? Um, what were the challenges? Ask for feedback, ask for help, and we can all kind of just brainstorm it out in there. Great. I hope this is a fun one and I'm looking forward to seeing what you get, what you do in Slack.